Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, well, welcome to our um, exclusive podcast with Graham Onions. Uh, today we're going to talk about um, possibly one of the most important games in Durham's history. Um, Durham have only been a first-class county since 1992, and 2007 was the year they won the first trophy, and, and for any club, that's an important breakthrough, Graham. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, it, it put us on the map. Um, it, and it was just the manner that we that we that we won. Really, it was just it was a, a, such an amazing day, su- su- such a, a mix of emotions with it with it going into the next day as well, and you know the, the journey down there as well. But all, of course, the the Otis Gibson season um, and him just putting match winning performances and after match winning performances and, and the, the obviously the fence problem final was was no different. And I think from from a local lad, it was a it was a just, a, just an amazing day, Ama- absolutely amazing day to to, uh, to come away with a win. And I think every time we come to the towards the change rooms now and go up the steps and we see that you know the big, the big um, painting that's there and the big picture and, and you look at that every single time, it, it just brings back some amazing memories. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the, the style in which you were, and I think that was possibly the most impressive thing about it. I mean, you look at that Hampshire side and it was full of star names. You had mm. Shane Warne captaining, Kevin Peterson was playing, Michael Lum and John Crawley were opening, Demi Mascarenas, who of course was a fantastic one-day player, was playing, and, and Durham, you, you were without your star player. Steve uh, Steve Harmison was injured and, and unable yeah. to play, but the way that Phil Mustard in particular set about the start of that innings just sort of showed that there was no fear in that Durham side. That no, absolutely, absolutely not. And I mean, and I think... To be honest, we, we were probably thinking well, which way is it going to go. Um, I'm not sure actually who won, who won the toss, but it was it was um, it was a day where we just it just se- things just seemed to go our way. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, so uh, sorry, Hampshire did win the toss um, and uh, decided to field, and I think the start that we got going. Obviously, we, we, we lost Michael Devon a little early, which was a bit of a, a bit of a worry, um, and. The way that Phil Mustard and Carl Kurtz, I just took the attack to them. Um, I don't think they bowl badly. I, I generally don't. Uh, I think we just took the attack to them. And I remember Phil Mustard was hit, I hit, hit one shot. I might have been off uh, Chris Trem at the time, and he, he like hit it right to the longest boundary. And we were watching, just thinking that's you know that's a massive hit, and and just li- little things in the game, you know, that's that set the tone. Um, just gave us so much confidence. Of course, 50 over cricket, it's a, it's a long time. Um, it was at the time where people still played to get themselves in. He had a bit of a pinch at the top. I mean, nowadays it, 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 it's changed a lot where people just keep constantly just keep on going. But at the time, to get over 300 was, was a big score. Yeah. I mean, Phil Mustard in particular. I mean, it's probably no coincidence that his international career came on the back of, of that innings. I think that sort of opened a lot of people's eyes to to his his real ability. Uh, 
was there a lot of talk beforehand about setting that tone or was that just the way that those individuals went about things? No, I, th- I think throughout the season I think Phil Mustard and what he does best to be honest is when he doesn't think about it and he just goes out there and hits the ball um, that's what that's what he does you know he's, he's an aggressive player uh, he can play pretty, pretty much every shot he hits the ball down the ground and cuts and pulls well so and we know that that on his day he can take tax attacks apart um, that was his day you know he, he played fantastically well it was uh, it was I mean, he, he, we, I mean, see, we played. He played fantastically well. He got 49 runs, but it was the intent that he showed, and he, and the belief that we got. And and actually, Kyle Kurtzer, he he played the the innings of the of the day. Really, um, you expect it from Chandler Paul, or you expect it from Collingwood, or. Uh, or Divinuto or Benkenstein, you know. I mean, I mean that's an unbelievable side that we had, um, strength and depth. Um, and Carl Kurtz, I remember he, he hit one ball. Um, might actually been off off Chris Tremlett again. He bowled ball short and pulled it right into the top of the stand for a massive six. And you know, we we just had that that feeling about us that we can. Um, we, I think we got the 35 overs and we had a, we had a, a, had a chance of getting a big score uh, and it's nice as a tail ender and, and not having to go out there and put the pads on and have a bat really um, it, it was great we could put we could also put them under pressure when they batted and it was just a it was just a fantastic um, game to you know set the tone and, and carry it through into our second ends of, of bowling at them yeah I mean I guess one thing that summed it up the, the sort of as you say there were a lot of experienced players in that side but but for, for Mustard and Kurtz two of the stars it was a, a bit of an unusual experience for them and, and uh, when Phil was out LBW he'd made 49 of 38 balls as you say he'd given the innings real momentum but he'd actually forgotten that there were uh, there was TV umpiring involved and he was actually walking off the field wasn't he when I he was, was I mean. back I remember looking at us and, and bless him. He was, he was looking at us. At that, he was like, well, "What? What? What should I do? What do I do?" And because I'm not sure, was he, he? So he was out LBW. I remember, um, and the ball might have pitched outside leg stump. So we were, we were all shouting and going, "Refer it, refer it!" But I mean, at the time, we didn't have referrals that were like 15 seconds. You know, it was just like, "Well, do you want to have a bit of a chat about it?" It was all a little bit delayed, and and I can remember we were, it was all frantic. I remember we were shouting, and saying, "You can refer it if you want to refer it." Um, but of course, it you know he walked off and he was standing and he was walking back and and he was going back to the changing rooms and walked back to the back to the crease and of course eventually I, I think uh, it might have been Gould uh, that was the umpire he just he he just said look Colonel <laughs> you're out son in a Cockney accent and he was like oh okay then never mind but I mean but but from when when we lost that wicket the the, the momentum that we just kept on going was fantastic um, and also, I mean, we keep talking about Aldous Gibson. I, I'll never forget the time. As, as I want to mention Chris Tremlett again. Um, he, he bowled a beamer. I remember he bowled a beamer at, at Aldous Gibson at the end of the innings. And I remember Aldous almost threw his bat at him. It was it was it was one of those priceless moments. And I know Chris Tremlett really well, and he, he's not that type of character. It was a genuine genuine mistake. So anyway, next ball next ball in the slot hit it for six and it was just a, it was just great I mean everything in in the first innings of a game in the final when people are nervous it couldn't have gone any better yeah I mean as, as you say those runs mustard 49 Kurtz the 61 and Chandler Chandler Paul 78 just set the platform that then allowed Benkenstein and, and Gibson to come in they hit four sixes between them uh, Benkenstein 61 not out from 43 balls and Gibson 15 from seven 
that's the kind of a textbook one day innings, isn't it? You set the platform and then you let the guys coming in later on just throw the bat. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we being being in a in a strong position going at the last fifteen overs was was key. You know, obviously when uh, at, at uh, 220 for four, we can really you know set the foundations for the likes of the your Benkensteins and your Commonwealth to come in and just give that that real momentum and that the, the, a bit of impetus going into our second innings. And and the lads, to be fair, took advantage of that. I mean, what would have been a good score on that wicket after being put in? We probably would have took 250. Uh, Lords as a, as a rule um, is a good batting wicket. Uh, we want to get. Once again, you don't say right. A minimum is two fifty. That's putting people under pressure because in, in finals you just never know. Mm. You never know. I mean, it, it could have been one of those days if, if we got one eighty, we potentially could have still won the game because it's just Lord's final nerves are around. You just never know. But of, of course, getting getting up up, uh, up close to three twenty, it, it was was uh, was a huge score. Yeah, and of course there was another factor which sort of. Um, I guess added to the drama of it in the end, and that was the weather that was around. Um, you weren't able to get Hampshire's innings in on the day. Yeah, and that's—I mean, that, the one thing from the day that was that was disappointing is that we that the fans had to go home, and that 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 was so disappointing. Um, and we kind of—I mean, we didn't have celebrations on that Saturday night, but we had them. Um, just, just because the fans were there, we, we invited them to the hotel, and of course it was a little bit subdued because we, we we still had them a few wickets down, but we didn't, um, we you know we didn't, um, we we hadn't won, you yes. know, and and that's the hard part really because we we wanted to celebrate, but you know we were so close, but you never know as you know as we keep saying, you know, the tail enders come back these days, so that we 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 we, we were just never sure. Um, it was amazing, I, I mean, a, a amazing. Saturday and then obviously going to Sunday was a bit subdued, but you know we we, we deserved it. Yeah, I mean you had them 158 for five overnight, but just to emphasise what you were saying, there was still uh, just coming up for 18 overs left, and Nick Pothas and Dimi Mascarenhas at the crease, both of whom could uh, score quick runs. Yeah, I mean D- Dimi Dimi is obviously plays for 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 England and, and can hit the ball at the park. Um, I think actually the way it went is is, is Liam Plunkett got a couple of wickets early in the morning and and, and really kind of set the tone again really uh, obviously we talked about setting the tone early with the ball um, you know as you do the standard things you know give yourself a chance with a bat and, and also you know try and set the tone with the ball and, and he was um, you know you know, laying, laying ball nicely on that day as well and it was just a real team performance mm. I mean things have been started by Otis Gibson you, you touched on before Otis had an absolutely unbelievable 2007 and yeah. it just continued into this game took a wicket with the very first ball Michael Lum who's particularly dangerous, dangerous one-day yeah. player. Uh, then had Sean Irvin, and then the wicket you probably wanted most of all, Kevin Peters and LBW, all out of the way within the first nine overs. Yeah, and, and that's... Uh, and it, to be honest, the, I remember being down at uh, down at third man for those wickets, uh, over their changing rooms. So... Um, and, and it was just—it just happened so fast. It just seemed, seemed to happen so quickly. You know, the first wicket happened, and then and then the next wicket happened, and obviously KP got out, uh, and Otis Gibson was just like running down to, like what looked as though was towards me, um, down at third man as I was running towards him, and it was. I don't care who you are, you get those big players out and you generally feel you've got a great chance of winning the game and yes, there's still had batters to come but I think deep down, to get them three three down early uh, they're big players as well as, as we, gen- we generally believe that this was going to be going to be our day um, of course, 
as I said, you know, they did have big players to come, but um, I just, I, I think, just Otis, Otis throughout that season was just an absolute star. You know, it became a real crowd favourite with the members. You generally felt as though you were going to get a wicket every ball, and that can be um, either with you can get that with an overseas from a spinner. Uh, but he, he had that from just just pure swing seam and just just drive to want to keep on getting better and better. Um, of course, he didn't play much more after that, uh, but he he, um, he, was, he just he just had an amazing season. I mean, uh, the, the, this game was was tailor made for him. Yeah, and and to to finish the first innings the way he did, and then start the second innings the way he did, it must just give the rest of you so much belief absolutely. that we're going to win this. Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. I mean, I think the way that we uh, obviously start the innings and then the way that we, we finished the innings with all this obviously batting and then the way that we started the innings with the ball was just was just was just fantastic. I mean, he uh, just, as I said, you know, you just generally felt as though something was going to happen. Um, and I don't mean something as in like you, you know, you could you could go for runs. You just generally felt as though he was going to get wickets every ball, and it was it was great. Yeah, I mean, you came on first change in that game and, and took another important wicket, Michael Carberry. Um, I guess at that stage, things were just steamrolling in your favour as a side. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd only been bowling for you know, well. For for Durham for um, for a few years, uh, obviously make me debut in 2004, and I remember I was I was nervous, and I remember at the beginning of the game is we, we arrived on the Friday uh, Friday and and we I think it might have been raining, so they said if it, if if it, if the weather gets better, we might actually put a uh, you, you you know we might actually put another batsman in, uh, which is Gordon Mitchell was waiting on the wings. We knew Harmy had, had pulled a hamstring, so he was never going to play. Um, so of course I was I was lying in bed praying that I would play. Gordon Mitchell, I, I might have actually been in room with him. He was praying that he would play because you want to play the big games. You want to inf- influence big occasions, and and we knew it was going to be a packed out crowd. Um, and the way it worked, you know, Collie went down, and he obviously had always told Mitchell that he wasn't playing. He said, "Oh, Graham, you're going to play." Straight away, you feel you feel great. You feel nervous, but but you just feel fantastic. And you know from. Playing in a in a Lord's final uh, against you know Shane Warne and these legends of the game is that you that they're the games that you want to play in. and you know I was no different I was excited I was nervous and obviously when I got that wicket of Carberry um, bowled I was I, I was you know I was delighted I was like, I've got I've got it in my house I've got it saved and I've got it on a DVD and uh, something that. Um, that we'll never forget. I mean, I remember we, we we got DVDs made, we got we got books and things like that, and, it was, and that's that's how big it was to the club. And uh, of course, we had a lot of success since then, uh, which is credit to the club. But that one there, all the hard work had gone into to winning that day, and it was it was something that the, the players will never forget. And we talked about the style in which you won it, but um, as you say, you know some of the stars of the team, like like Benkenstein and and Otis Gibson, played really important parts. But I guess important for the whole ethos of the club as well that the platform was laid by two academy lads, Mustard and Kurtzer, and that the, uh, the, the the final blows were delivered by Liam Plunkett. So. The, the club's homegrown players have made an important contribution to this win. Yeah, they do. I mean, people forget forget Collie. He's a, you know he's he's homegrown as well. And uh, yeah, we didn't see a great deal of him because he because he uh, he obviously played a lot for England. But he was he was catalyst to, to our success really. I mean, he, he was obviously him and him and Bengenstein were very close, and they had a good captaincy uh, and vice captaincy going on. Um, but as you said, I mean, Durham have always been a county that that. Um, 
that support, give opportunities to young lads. And yeah, ultimately you've got to be good enough, you've got to be able to take your opportunities, but you, you, you have to be given that opportunity to, to begin with. Um, you know, there's a lot of players that were, were waiting in the wings and I've, I've obviously been very lucky that, that Jeff Cook uh, has given me an opportunity and, and to play in these big games. And um, Yeah, I mean, of course you look at these stars, and these stars helped us win a lot of trophies around about that era. Uh, but this this one here was there was a lot of young lads from our academies that have came through and got given an opportunity and, and actually proved to the club that they were good enough. Yeah, and and it, again, it just adds to the romance a little bit that, that Durham won their first major trophy at Lords, which is obviously such a, a special place for any cricketer to play. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, it's, it's the best place to play. I mean, uh, you ask anybody. I mean, you ask anybody what the what the the best ground is around the circuit. You know you. Yeah, what the best meals are, what what the best you know you get drinks on arrival, you get you know everything you get people carrying your bags. It's it's just as, as a as someone that um, you know someone travelling from the northeast and, and just want to play play some cricket and stuff. You know you you go to Lords and it's just a completely different world. Um, it, it it's great. It's what it's all about. And of course it would it would have been bitterly disappointing. I wouldn't have these memories if we hadn't won, but. To, to get to the final at, at such a young county was was, was amazing. Um, I think we we deserved that success. It put us on the map, and you know from from that day onwards, I think it just gave us that belief to keep on winning games. Um, our performances in, in all forms of the game have, have got better, um, and and the supporters just keep on just has been better and better as well really so it's, it, it really was a special day for many for many many reasons and we talked in the past in one of the earlier podcasts about you, you made your England debut at Lords it's a place that has always brought the best out of you so it's probably no surprise that it's part of your uh, benefit celebrations this year. yeah that's right I mean we've, we, we've got a we've got a dinner there um, it I obviously made my debut there, um, which went fantastically well. I, I getting getting five wickets, get my name on the memory on, on the board, and you know I remember turning around uh, and holding the ball up to my mum and dad being there. That was that that's that's something which I'll never forget. It was a, it's if I, if I could do one thing again, my wife's going to kill me for this because obviously obviously I would get married again. But I, I would you know from from cricketing points of view, I, I would do that. You know it, it, it you know you got goosebumps. It was fantastic. Obviously going to the to the final the the, the friends program final, um, but also the Ashes you know in two thousand and nine and you know I remember coming down the steps so whether or not I was going out the ball or, or bat and people you know in their in their blazers and their colourful ties and stuff and, and literally shouting at you saying like you know come on it's as close as or as best an atmosphere as, as I've ever been involved with and that's before you even get on the field and of course when you get on the field you have. Um, you can hear like that buzz of atmosphere, and it, it's just such a special place. You know, old but um, but modern in, in certain areas. Um, it's it's just an amazing place, and it's it's going to be uh, going to be proud. Uh, obviously, on 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 the eighth of July, I've got my my dinner down there. It's going to be quite strange because it's. I'll probably end up standing up and making a speech where normally I'm, you know, people are shouting at me and stuff like that, so saying that I could still get hackled <laughs> uh, uh, with my with my uh, speeches. But you know, the the Wednesday the eighth of July is going to be uh, a special day for me too. Thanks, Graham, for sharing those memories with us. I'm sure they bring back a lot of good memories for the Durham fans listening. And uh, just a reminder that if you want to learn more about any of the events in Graham Onion's benefit year, not just his uh, dinner at Lord's, you can find them out at www.grahamonionsbenefityear.co.uk. Thanks and goodbye.